Here's a new episode on my mom's podcast. Welcome to the Art of Health Mastery. Here we celebrate the wise and wonderful women in their prime years and where we navigate the ups and downs of this new stage of life by harnessing the art of health and well-being. So whether you are in your 40s, 50s or beyond, get ready to learn, grow and be empowered to live the next chapter of your life healthy, strong and confident. Let's dive in. Hi everyone, thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Tulipsat. Today's topic is going to be about spring cleaning. You know, some of us are preparing and getting ready for spring cleaning every year around this time. So I wanted to share with you six areas of your home to pay attention to if you decide to spring clean or deep clean this time of the year or honestly any time of the year. You could be already using some of these suggestions or even all of them. But if you're not, here they are. Number one, your carpets and rugs. You know how carpet and rugs can collect a tremendous amount of dust, especially in the high traffic areas. It might collect human hair, pet hair, possibly particles of food. You know what I'm talking about. And if you have kids who sometimes run around with a piece of bread or a cracker in their hands, you know how it goes. I don't know where I heard it from, but I heard the standard is probably to vacuum your carpet and rugs at least twice a week. But I totally understand that everyone is different with their cleaning habits or standard. I know sometimes I have to vacuum the kitchen floor three and four times a day. I also know some of my clients as well as my friends who vacuum once a day after their kiddos go to bed. But what I'm talking about today is more for deeper cleaning. I also want to make sure if you are considering trying any of these suggestions or the idea that I'm about to share, I ask you please test a patch first. I know the solutions work for me, but I don't see the material that you are working on in your homes. So test a small area first to see if it works for the material that you are working on. If it works and you have no problem or issue, then go ahead and apply it all over the rug or carpet surfaces. You might ask, how do I deep clean the carpet? Let me tell you what I do. First, I sprinkle dry baking soda on the rug and I let it sit for a couple of minutes. Then I vacuum. Because what happens is when the baking soda powder sinks into the carpet, the dust attaches itself to the powder particles. So when you vacuum, the dust gets sucked in the vacuum along with the baking soda you will be surprised by the color of the baking soda and how dusty it is in the vacuum bag. Next, I mix a solution of equal parts vinegar and water. I spray the vinegar and water solution on the rug and with an old towel, for example, I wrap it around a broom. Yes, 
the old school broom. And yes, they still do exist. Then I scrub back and forth on the carpet or the rug. The friction of scrubbing will clean and deodorize the carpet. When you're done, let it dry and try not to step on it till it's completely free of moisture. This is the DIY way of cleaning your carpet. Of course, there is another way which you can invest in a carpet cleaner. They can vary in price, but they are widely available and they might pay off in the long run. Of course, you can also choose to professionally deep clean your carpet, which could get pricey sometimes if you are on a budget. That is why I shared the very budget-friendly method. Number two, your drapery and your curtains. Now let's talk about the bathroom. If you have plastic curtains in your bathroom, you can take them down and clean them or you can change them completely. There are a variety of budget-friendly bathroom curtains that you can choose from and they also might give you a new fresh look to your bathroom if you decided to change it completely. And if you have the fabric ones, you can take them down, wash them according to the manufacturer's instructions, then hang them back when they are fresh and clean. Now, let's talk about your window treatment or drapery. They also collect dust and sometimes they collect all types of odor from cooking, for example. So ideally, you want to clean the drapery at least once a year. When you take down the curtain and wash them, if they can be washed, some of the drapery can be washed in the washing machine, no problem, but some you have to take them to the dry clean. So please refer to the manufacturer's instructions about how to care for your drapery. And for any reason, if you don't have the care instruction, patch test the material before attempting to clean them. If your drapery has this not so pleasant smell, you can spray them with a solution consisting of a mixture of vodka and rubbing alcohol, or you can even use vodka alone. But if you don't have vodka on hand, you can choose a mixture of equal parts of vinegar and water. Fill the combination of choice in a spray bottle and spray it from a distance onto your drapery. And again, please try first on a small area that it's not visible before attempting to spray the whole curtain or the drapery. Moving along to number three, your windows. Since the weather is going to be nicer and warmer, hopefully we will have a chance to open our windows and patio doors and get more outside which I think it could be lovely to look through our clean and clear windows so we can watch the beauty that Springs has to offer. So I invite you to consider adding cleaning your windows from the inside and the outside to your spring cleaning list this year. You're obviously free to use whatever product you wish to use for this task but I always prefer the least amount of chemicals in the product that I use and opt for choosing more kids and pet friendly cleaning products whenever it's possible. I normally use rubbing alcohol in a spray bottle or again, 
my favorite solution of warm water and vinegar equal parts, then spray it on the window. I use either paper towels or sometimes I recycle old magazines or newspapers to wipe down the glass. These cleaning tips works on mirror as well, but you want to make sure it's free of dust before applying any solution to it. This takes me to number four, cleaning your furniture. What I mean is getting really between these cushions and if you can even take them out, then vacuum all these little corners. And if you have children like me, you might be surprised what you will find. It's always like a treasure hunt for us here. I also don't want you to forget when you are working with all that dust, whether you decide to deep clean your rugs, take down the curtains or vacuum your furniture to always make sure you open your windows and recycle that air to get more fresh air in and dusty air out. Let's go to number five, the bed mattress. When you sleep on your mattress for an extended period of time, it starts taking the shape of your body. And then it's not as flat anymore as when you first purchase it. So I highly recommend when you are getting ready for spring cleaning, you might want to probably switch the mattress around or flip it over if possible. So you can allow the mattress to get back to its natural shape and you get to sleep on the other flatter side of that mattress. I highly recommend to invest in a mattress cover if you don't have one already. It will protect the longevity of your mattress and prevent it from getting stained, dust, or anything else that can happen throughout the time that you have the mattress. So if you have one of those mattress covers, it would be the perfect time to wash it or even replace it completely if it got worn out. I know most of these covers are machine wash friendly and they are widely available to purchase. Number six, the fridge, the fridge, the fridge. Cleaning the fridge could be a regular task for many of us. But if you are not adopting the regular cleaning of your fridge, then maybe during spring cleaning, you can also add it to your list. And what I mean by that is taking everything out, cleaning the drawer, wiping down the shelves. Sometimes the drawers and the shelves need to be scrubbed with soap or detergent under running water. This is my preferred way of cleaning my fridge. You can use a mixture of water and vinegar and a little bit of dish soap. Pour the mixture in a spray bottle and use it to clean the interior of your fridge on a regular basis to keep it always clean. And what do you do with these weird smells that appear in the fridge sometimes? Let me tell you. To fix this problem, I use small glass jar full of baking soda and I place it anywhere in the fridge where my children cannot spill it. Or buy those small baking soda carton boxes and leave one open inside the fridge. It will absorb all these smells from your fridge and keep it smelling fresh all the time. 
those were my six tips or area to consider when you are spring cleaning this season. I hope you enjoyed it and you find value in today's episode. This is it for me today. Thank you for tuning in and sharing your precious time with me today. Sending you all the love, respect, and gratitude. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed our time together today as much as I did. And I would like to invite you to join our community at www.theartoflifeacademy.com. We can also connect at the Art of Life Academy Facebook page or at Tulip Sad on Instagram. Until we meet again, always remember to be good to you. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.